101.3 FM. This is Fine Music Radio. I'm having mixed results playing around with ChatGPT. It's amazed me by writing a convincing Shakespearean sonnet and a nifty and amusing haiku. On the other hand, it's revealed a tendency to make things up when in doubt. When I asked it what Anna's Baroque bonbons are, I was told that they are a delicious type of candy, inspired by the ornate, intricate art style of the Baroque. They come in a variety of flavours and are often beautifully decorated. This answer left me thinking about what kind of bonbon I would design for some of the Baroque composers. A fondant filled delight for Telamon, with a large hazelnut in the centre, a petty four for Lully, and something with a touch of amaretto for Vivaldi. I was interested to find out that the word bonbon actually ties in very well with the Baroque, as the term originated in the French court of the 17th century, and it was used for sugared almonds and glacied fruits. Soon bonbonniers, which were ornate boxes or dishes, were made for such delights to be served in. These bonbons would not have been made out of chocolate, though, as solid chocolate only came to being in the 19th century. But chocolate was relished as a drink, so expensive that it was mostly a treat for the wealthy, imbued with many health benefits. In 1657, the first chocolate houses opened in England. Unlike in France and Spain, where this was a drink for the socially elite, this was affordable to the British middle class. And by 1700, there were 500 shops in London. The chocolate houses were civilised places to visit, decorated with bookshelves and mirrors and tasteful furniture, a place to stop for a read or to meet for good conversation. The cocoa was mixed with sugar and eggs and then whipped into hot milk and cream with spices mixed in. A special froth was whipped up on the top. But apparently, sometimes this mixture could be tainted, for chocolate poisoning is one of the reasons given for Henry Purcell's early demise at the age of only 36, though it's more likely that it was probably tuberculosis. To end with on this culinary theme, here's Purcell's If Music Be the Food of Love, sung by Emma Kirkby. Only the first line is the same as the famous Shakespeare from Twelfth Night. The rest of the words are by one Colonel Henry Hevingham.
that was Henry Purcell, If Music Be the Food of Love, sung by Dame Emma Kirkby with Richard Campbell and Christopher Hogwood. 101.3 FM. This is Fine Music Radio.